Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today, courtesy of our friends across the pond at Boxing247.com. So we've got a lot of results uh, from bouts around the world uh, that I'd like to report on. And just to let you know, uh, we've updated our TalkandFight.com website, and you can find not only results, but upcoming uh, fights listed on that particular site as well as all our typical interviews and commentaries analysis that all of our show hosts do. I thought I'd give a quick plug there to our boys behind the scenes who are doing a lot of great work on TalkingFight.com. For example, we were at uh, a show very recently held at Rebel Entertainment Centre here in Toronto, um, promoted by Lee Baxter and his team. Uh, Headlining that event was Joshua Lupia, who went toe-to-toe against Leonardo Tyner. Uh, a really great fight, went the distance, full eight rounds, but uh, the decision, unanimous decision, was given to Joshua Lupia. Uh, Amanda Golly fought well, a uh, local gal, and uh, and won her bout. Uh, Lee Reeves came in from Ireland and beat Lerone White. Um, our, our good friend, uh, Golden Roger, was in the corner. Uh, unfortunately, his boy... Uh, didn't have it with him that night. Anyway, we'll see him again, I'm sure. On the undercard, we had Uriel Perez, uh, Ross Milet, uh, Mohamed Zawadi. Mohamed Zawadi delivering a heck of a knockout, I believe. Um, but I forget what round. I was, I was busy. Um, but the point is, it was a great night of boxing in Toronto. And it's good to see boxing come back as uh, ferocious as it has become uh, as a sport, as an entertainment mecca. Rebel is being quite known in the boxing community. It was capacity crowd, uh, a great show, great fights, uh, great entertainment value. Um, the one exception being parking, a bit expensive. But anyway, big city, big expenses. Here we go. Chris Billum Smith had himself a great fight on the weekend down in Bournemouth. He absolutely destroyed Armand Shohak. Uh, British cruiserweight Chris Billsmith delivered an astonishing knockout one minute and 52 seconds into the fifth round of his fight against explosive Albanian Armand Hushag. I don't know how to pronounce that last name. That was a good effort, though, to solidify his claim to a world title shot in 2023. That would be Billsmith. Billsmith finished the fight with a vicious combination of punches that started with a perfect right uppercut that rocked Hushak and left him vulnerable to the flurry of formidable hooks that dropped him to the canvas and ended the fight. Elsewhere on that card down in Bournemouth, Dan Aziz defeated Rocky Fielded, Caroline Dubois defeated Sofia Rodriguez. Um, on points, Jimmy Burst defeated Corey Gibbs. Uh, technical knockout, I see Steve Robinson defeated Nick Campbell. Uh, Lee Cutler defeated Joel Julio on points. Um, Michael McKinson defeated Roberto Arizia on points. Uh, Mace Rueg uh, defeated Jafuis Fare on points as well. And finally, Harvey Lambert defeated Sebastian with, Jan, uh, with a technical knockout in the second round. Good stuff out of Bournemouth. Great night of fighting, by the way. Um, the uh, first two cards, I forgot to mention how they... Ended, it was uh, Dan Aziz with a technical knockout over Rocky Fielding. And Caroline Dubois, same thing, technical knockout in the first round, I might add. 
uh, defeating Sofia Rodriguez. So great night of a great night of boxing over in Bournemouth. Congratulations to the British for putting up uh, a great fight. Um, I believe that was a boxer event, if I'm not mistaken. Let me have a quick look here. Uh, doesn't doesn't say for yes, boxing fans, and probably does somewhere in there say that, but uh, I can't see the word uh, promoted by. But anyway, on we go to Las Vegas, where Frank Martin dominated Michelle Rivera. Undefeated top contender Frank the Ghost Martin dominated from start to finish in winning a unanimous decision over the previously unbeaten Michelle Rivera in a star-making performance and WBA lightweight title eliminator that headlined action from the Chelsea inside the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas in, a in a, an event presented by Premier Boxing Champions, said Martin after the fight. This is just what I do. He dropped Rivera in the seventh one by scores of 120, 120, 120, 107, 118, 109, 117, 110. He said, I felt good tonight. There were some things that I saw in there that I didn't capitalize on, but we went in there and we got the job done. My corner was telling me to stay on the outside, watch out for the right hand and work the game plan. I was using my legs and I could have done a lot more. It worked for us tonight, but there's a lot of room for improvement and we're going to keep working. So Martin is now 25 and 0 with 14 knockouts. And he certainly controlled the action throughout the fight, showing superior speed and boxing acumen and quickly closed the reach advantage held by Rivera. So good stuff down there in Las Vegas. In the co-main event, by the way, unbeaten contender Vladimir Shiskin is now 14 and 0. Grinded out a hard-fought unanimous decision victory of former world champion Jose Uskatki, uh, 32 and 5, now 27 knockouts, to win the IBF super middleweight title eliminator himself. Elsewhere on that card in the telecast opener, Vincent Astrolabio, 18 and 3, 13 knockouts, scored an impressive and dominant sixth-round stoppage over Nikolai Potapov. He's 23. Three and one with 11 knockouts in their IBF bantamweight title eliminator. Good stuff. All righty. Let's move along. Uh, okay, there we go. Promoted That was promoted by Man Down Promotions and TGB Promotions. So there you go. Good stuff out of Las Vegas. Let's move along now to Ecuador. Capital Quito. Arnold Gonzalez retains his UBO title against Jesus Bravo. We had reported on this fight uh, last week, I believe. And here is the result. Undefeated Ecuadorian-American Arnold Gonzalez is still the UBO intercontinental welterweight champion. Gonzalez is now 27 years of age. successfully defeated his title for the first time on Saturday night in Quito, Ecuador, the birth country of his parents. In the main event of the show at the Arena Telesicios, New Yorker Gonzalez scored a fourth-round technical knockout over Peruvian Jesus Bravo to remain the UBO champion. Good stuff. Bravo, by the way, who had previously challenged for WB and WBC regional titles, travels back to Lima with a, a record of 29-1 and one with 17 knockouts, by the way. And this fight was promoted by Capital Box. And there's also a broadcast live on pay-per-view on meet2go.com. Co. <laughs> Alrighty, let's move along uh, to a couple ladies and uh, going toe to toe. 
Sarina McCoy made Universal Boxing Organization UBO history on Saturday night, December 17th in Colima, Mexico, when she became the first boxer to hold two UBO world titles at the same time. Less than three months after winning the UBO world lightweight title, 21-year-old McCoy from Las Vegas, one of our favorites here on Talk and Fight, defeated Colombian Monica Henio uh, by unanimous decision to win the vacant UBO World Super Lightweight title. While both boxers took a rather measured approach, especially in the first half of the bout, it was always intense and competitive. Heaney at times appeared to struggle with the southpaw stance of McCoy, who worked well with the jab and was particularly efficient with her straight left hand. Two of the judges scored the fight 99-91, while the third had it 98-92, all for McCoy, who was just a little bit sharper and more aggressive in most of the rounds. The Black Rose McCoy won her first title last year, the WBA Youth at Superflyweight, ends quickly making her mark on the scene by continuing to prove her worth while moving up in the divisions. The new two-weight UBO world champion improved her professional record to 11-1 and with three knockouts. Hino, by the way, who showed she's a very competent boxer and put up a good effort, falls, however, to a deceiving 5-3-5 and five with four knockouts of herself. And this fight was the main event of a show promoted by Rios Boxing. Let's quickly move along and see what else we have here. Oh, another good fight coming out of Stockton, California. Kilisto Madera, we reported on this one last week as well, 14-3, and three, nine knockouts, returned to the ring with an eight-round unanimous decision win over Hector Zapita, 21-6, and six, with seven knockouts of his own. In, a, in front of a hometown crowd on Saturday night at the Stockton Memorial Civic Auditorium. The fight headlined a full card of action which was presented by Toscano Boxing Promotions and was streamed live on Fight Hype. <laughs> After a tough start, Madeira found his rhythm and began controlling the fight with stiff jabs and a hard right hand. Uh, Madeira won with scores of 78-74. He said, my corner told me to keep working that jab. They also told me to let go my right hand and set up the left hooks. And I have a really good corner. They kept me on track. We all came to win. And this event means a lot. We've been through a lot of trials and tribulations, but we just don't know how to quit. I've got a lot of fire in me. I just don't give up. We keep coming. Down in Stockton, the co-main event, the uh, fans uh, say they saw rising lightweight prospect Manuel Jemez, 13-3, 13-1-1 with 10 knockouts. He beat Ricardo Torres at Tijuana, Mexico. The eight-round unanimous decision. Arto Parpaca, 6-0-1 out of Riverside, California. Defeated Alexis De Luna out of Bakersfield, California. That was a six-round majority decision. Hector Madera, 11-0, also out of Stockton. Maintained his status as an undefeated welterweight prospect by scoring a six-round unanimous decision win over Alejandro Frias. He came, he came out of Tepec, Mexico. Marco Cardenas out of Salem, Salem, Oregon, scored an upset six-round unanimous decision win over hometown favorite Giovanni Gonzalez, who's now 15-7-1 in a lightweight bout. Irving Gilohua out of Stockton also scored a four-round unanimous decision victory over Jesus Guzman, who's now 8-9, five knockouts, and a super bantamweight battle. Finally, undefeated super middleweight Kenneth Lopez, 7-0, out of Cerez, California, defeated Brian Martinez, out of Paso Robles, 
California via unanimous decision. And for my final story of the day, I think you're going to enjoy this because we've got some pretty good words coming out of the mouth of Mauricio Bronco Lara, who has somewhat of a personal rivalry and a passion to fight Josh Warrington. He says some things about Warrington, you know, but I want to get down to what he has to say about British fighters in general. We know that this English fighter, he's talking about Lee Wood, is considered a chicken. But he was to fight me to leave that image behind. He has to make an effort to win against me because we know that I'm really in my best at the moment to be a world champion. And he's not afraid to travel to England again to fight Lee Wood. And he's not only confident, but also comfortable, like at home. Why? Because he says, England is like a second home to me. We know that English fighters run away from Mexicans. But now, with the upset that Bernard had accomplished there against uh, the Englishman, every Mexican fighting there in the UK will feel like at home. Wow, we. He says, I don't like watch the box. I don't have a passion to watch other fighters. I have a passion to do and feel boxing, but believe it or not, I'm not very fond of watching it. But what they, his team told me, were things that also happened in my fight. We now know that it was not accidental. We noticed that everything is on purpose in a dirty fighter like Warrington. Wow. And that was after, of course, admitting that he didn't watch the fight between himself and Warrington, but his team did. And they had passed on a report about headbutts and dirty fighting. So he is absolutely looking forward between a second fight uh, against Warrington. Uh, sorry, a third fight against Warrington because their second one had ended abruptly, I might add, because of a headbutt, I might add. <laughs> so uh, a war of words without a doubt. And he's looking for a trilogy against Warrington. But again, doesn't mind going up against Lee Wood, who I believe uh, is heading up that division, I believe, after Lopez vacated. But anyway, uh, that's news for another day. We'll see how that shapes up. And we look forward to seeing the result if that trilogy ever happens. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Box News Today, courtesy of our friends across the pond at Boxing247.com. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. And we'll see you later on uh, as I join uh, Mike Gore and Cedric Ben for Knuckle Up. And also, hopefully, they've got knockout of the week. There are quite a few to choose from, including including Chris Billum Smith's knockout, but also one here in Toronto as well that he might mention. So I look forward to it. Thank you for joining me, and we'll see you again. Thank you.